Welcome to Lift Up Nations. I'm Rob Leach. And I'm Michael Hoffa. And this is our third episode. Everything is temporary. That brings us to a scripture, Psalm 103, 15 and 16. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourished. When the wind has passed over it, it is no more. And its place acknowledges it no longer. I have a few questions. Uh, the first question is, why do we hold on to earthly things when it's all temporary? So, <clears throat> excuse me, the thing I notice about people on earth, and including ourselves, like me, is everybody wants to be comfortable. Everybody wants to have pleasure. And I think when people are going through it and being rough, like their life, for example, it seems like it's permanent. It seems like it's going to be forever. So people are finding things on earth that are giving them that comfortableness so that they can avoid all the like, bad and the permanent feeling, um, which brings me to the verse Colossians 3.2. Paul writes, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So this verse emphasizes the idea that we should focus on eternal things rather than temporary things because, as I stated, they can, the earthly things can provide temporary pleasure or comfort, but it's not permanent. So we're wasting our time on earthly things as far as the pleasures and comfortable things. Um, what do you, what's your take on that? Uh, just like our, our, what our name of our episode is, everything is temporary. Uh, in this life, feelings, emotions, people feel like they're permanent. They're not permanent. Right. They're temporary. Your thought process, everything is temporary. Um, five seconds later, you have another thought. Um, we have 12 to 60,000 thoughts a day. And, you know, they're, they're firing synapses that we're actually thinking about yeah. stuff all the time. So everything's temporary. Um, you know, it brings me back to when I was a kid. You know, you wanted this toy this year because it was the most coolest thing that you wanted for that season or that Christmas, you know? Right. And you got it. Five minutes later, you ain't playing with it because it was a temporary fix. It right. was a temporary gave, feel. Right. It gave you that comfortableness. Yes. In that moment, but then it just went away. It wasn't on your mind. Yeah, and and you can't. I guarantee you. You ask anybody in the world, they don't remember any of the gifts that they got. That there might be some some that actually stick out because they're yeah. more expensive. But right. they're not going to sit there and go, "Oh, I remember this one shirt that my mom bought me when I was five years old." You know, everything right. is temporary, and the problem is that we live in a world that feels like it's all permanent. Yeah, but. It isn't. Right. So the thing I look at it is, so I've had stuff stolen from me. So those items were temporary. I've lost stuff. They were temporary. And so one of the verses I love that explains how things are temporary and they're not permanent is Matthew six nineteen to 21. Jesus says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermins destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves 
treasures in heaven where moths and vermins do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So the idea that earthly things are temporary and can be lost or destroyed, the heavenly treasures are going to be permanent. Mm -hmm. So it goes along with the losing stuff, people stealing stuff. It's all momentarily a thing. It's a te- everything's a temporary fix in this world. There's no, there's no permanent unless you die, and then when you do, you move on to heaven. Right. But the the big thing is that we feel as though everybody in life needs all this stuff. Needs, mm-hmm. but at any moment it could be taken away from you. Right. You don't pay your bills. You don't, you know, take care of your property. You don't take care of your stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll stop working. Yeah. So it. You can go down and turn your car on, and it won't work. It's temporary, you know. Yeah. You might have it for five years, but that's temporary in a lifetime. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, that brings me to my second question: How can we shift our thinking to seeing everything in life as temporary, not permanent? So, how can we shift our thinking to see everything as temporary? I want to say, let me think about how I'm going to word this. It's about perspective. So when you think of everything as temporary, you can appreciate, oh, excuse me, you can appreciate the moment, appreciate the moment that we're in. Remember, everything eventually dies or goes away because as you stated, everything's temporary. But here's the question to help people better think this or keep it in mind is what is one thing here on earth that isn't temporary something that is forever uh basically eternity um when you put your life in christ you become um eternally eternal life right so that's the only thing that you can have salvation to actually move forward to have eternal life here on life, here on Earth is temporary. You know, you take a a piece of rope and throw it a hundred feet away from you and hold on to the end of it, paint three inches of it. That's your life in eternity. Yeah. So if you want to see where you're going instead of watching what you're doing in the hundred years here. Yeah. So this brings me to the verse Psalms ninety twelve where they write, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So this it's emphasizing wisdom, but it's more of wisdom on understanding that it's temporary. And we should use it wisely. We should remember that because we need to, re- re- oh, excuse me. We need to recognize the temporary nature of life. We can shift our thinking to focus on what is truly important, which is spreading the gospel, serving others, getting into our faith and really like diving deep and getting closer to God. Exactly. Um, the, the biggest thing is that a lot of Christians have um, a very permanent view on things. Mm-hmm. They, they see a lot of stuff as permanent, like a relationship that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. They actually feel as though it's never going to be well. But in reality, it was all temporary, and 
most of the time it's our assumption or right. our thought process that makes it think that it's worse than it is. And that's the biggest problem because everything can be fixed. Everything can be changed. We can change. The only person that's no different is God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Right. They're always same. They're always with us. And they always stay strong on our side. The problem is that we get pulled away from that. So then we mm -hmm. become more of the permanent mindset than the temporary mindset. Because when you're closer to Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God, you have more of a temporary because this too shall pass, like Abraham Lincoln said. Yeah. We're, we're not here. We're only here for a short time. And what we are here for is to love God and love people. It's all we've ever been here for and to move the kingdom forward. The problem is that a lot of people sit there and try to live worldly or earthly views and not spiritual views. Yeah. So you mentioned problems. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think people, when they have problems, they're making it bigger than it is. I mean, I've done it in my life. Many people have. It's putting that barrier between reality and imagination. So we're imagining that this thing is so big that we can't get past it, which keeps us in that temporary mind or that permanent mindset of I'm never going to get out of this. But the moment we start to realize that it's a temporary moment, I mean, think about it as being tired. Um, you're only tired for that moment. You're not going to be exhausted for the rest of your life. When you get that rest, you're going to wake up and not be tired. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of people end up making something bigger than it is. And I think that's the main problem. Yeah, and and nobody's been taught that everything is temporary. Yeah. Um, just like a bad relationship. You get vested in it, mm -hmm. so you're in it for life, and the person fails you. You are stuck on the temporary side. Yeah. But it's actually, I mean, you're stuck on the on the permanent side of going, oh, woe is me. I'm not going to have this relationship anymore, so I don't want to live or I don't want to, you know, go forward. I don't right. want to move move ahead. And they kind of get lost. They get lost, and they they. But if you always keep a temporary mindset with everything, the house, the car, your job, everything's temporary. You always be more able to move agilely to um, get to a different point. Like if your job is taken from you, you can actually see a way to find another job. Right. Instead of looking at it as a dead end yeah. and a permanent problem. Right. So that's, that's the way I look at it. Um, I wish that people would have more of a temporary view. Mm -hmm. And I would like to do more on this in the future episodes because I feel like it's something that needs to be taught to people because nothing's a guarantee. Right. Nothing. I mean, we were brought in this world, you know, there's babies that die early in life. Mm -hmm. There's people that are 25 years old die. There's people that are 40 years old die. It's not, nothing's guaranteed that we're going to live to 100, right. 120, 120 years old. So the thing is that we need to look at every moment, every second, 
is uh, temporary. And a blessing. And a blessing. And we need to look at it as live for the moment. Right. Don't look at the past and don't look at the future. Mm -hmm. You can look at the future where you want to go by what God's plan is for you. But you need to be in the moment with the people you love and the people you're around yeah. to feel and be what you need to be in that moment. Yeah. I I do agree with that because I used to be that person that was, oh, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to be a week? What's going to be in a month? What's going to be in a year? And just in the last couple months, I would say eight-ish months, I live for the, I live for the now. But I also live for the now for what I can do to serve, not to be selfish, not to be permanent mindset, because um, I know that there's not a promise for tomorrow. So why would I waste my time with a permanent mindset if I know that I'm not promised tomorrow? I mean, I can I knock on wood and I pray to God it doesn't happen, but I can leave here, it's raining, and anything can happen on my way home. So I'm not... One, I'm not scared of it because I know that I trust in Jesus and I gave my life to him, but it took me a while to get a temporary mindset. And I think being in the Bible, like reading it, studying it, and talking to mentors such as you, it helps me get a better mindset where it should be. All right. So that brings me to the third question. Give a story about your life that you thought was permanent, but in actuality was temporary? Ooh, this one. Hmm. So something that I always thought was permanent is because of the way my family is, the way I was raised, what I was raised around, it, and, um, and what I actually got into. So I actually moved to Delaware to get away from everything. Um, but I grew up using drugs, drinking, acting a fool, but... I never thought that I would get out of it because my parents, my brothers, um, and some of my adopted sisters, I mean, we were on a road to nowhere, as I used to call it, because of what we were used to. We were conditioned to never see a way out. So I used drugs for years, and I just felt like I wasn't going to go anywhere. I dropped out of school. I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to live like a loser. I'm going to be a loser. But God gave me the opportunity and the connections in Delaware to get me away from that. And I've never been out. Of, I've never been more than 50 feet from family um, because of always living with family, always going house to house, couch to couch. But I started making sign language videos because I really wanted to help like the deaf community and so that was my escape like to escape escape my mind um but it gave me this connection where I got invited out here and mind you I was still using um but when I came to visit I seen how different it was here and how I felt being away from everything I mean the chaoticness of the projects I mean coming here and seeing how life is, it's calm, it's quiet, it's not, like, intense. So I came out here and I was like, wow, I really love this. And so I was praying, I was like, God, what do I do? Like, do I leave my family? Like, I'm a big family person, I love my family, I will do anything in life for them. But 
I just kept getting that push, like, go to Delaware. That's where you need to be. And I took that chance. I literally came here, went back home, packed my car, and a week later moved out here. I had no money. I had no, like, idea what I was going to do. But a friend who I ended up meeting over the internet, like, getting to know for years, um, actually took me in and started getting like me on the right path like hey this is what you should do um here's an opportunity for your ged which was a hard opportunity for me back home so like i said i dropped out of school never knew anything about getting a gd so i ended up going here going to delaware tech in a gd program and it took me three classes to go there to be like pushed to go take my test and so i ended up getting my gd and then getting on the right path, going to church. And I was starting to get in that temporary mindset, like, I can escape anything. I can get out of any situation. It's never a like permanent mindset. It's never a permanent situation. But my entire childhood, from the age of 5 to, I'll say, 20, 21, I was always thinking that I was going to be that loser, the drug addict, the person that, jumped couch to couch, lived with family, and just struggled. But as I started to work with my uh, relationship with God, I was going to church and praying about it, I was pushed to come to Delaware, away from all my family. Like, that's just crazy that I spent 15, 20 years in that permanent mindset of I'm not going anywhere to now where I trust God enough to know that it's temporary. So for me, you know, uh, my life was pretty much uh, storybook when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad actually uh, were abusive, and um, when I was a kid, part of my testimony, uh, I was in the house on the floor with glass and um, dirty diaper in there and then get uh, they actually uh, social services came in and got the uh, got well actually my my grandmother actually called social services on my mom and dad because they're abusive and the next thing I know um, the woman walks in and I'm about a year old, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there on the floor, and next thing I know, this woman comes in with a clipboard uh, from social services, and then my grandmother came in behind it, and when my grandmother came in behind it, it looked like the sun hit the back of her head, and it looked like Jesus coming in to pick her up. Right. So... I was taken by my grandmother and lived with my grandmother and grandfather my whole life. They were they did everything for me. I, I I was I never wanted for anything. They bought me everything I wanted, got everything I needed, all the way until I graduated high school. Uh, while I was in college, my grandparents passed away. Uh, my grandfather is twenty, and my grandmother is twenty three. And I knew then that you know life would change, but I thought they were permanent fixtures yeah. in my life. 
I never thought they were going to go anywhere. I never knew that they were going to be diet, and I took on all their debt and took on all their problems that they left for me. Um, but also, God gave me a good life from one to twenty-three years old, mm-hmm. and then I had to hit that strike. Right. And when I hit that strike, for about twenty years, I actually struggled with my grandmother's death. My grandfather, not so much. It was. It was. He had lung cancer. Uh, Fourteen months. Went from one hundred and forty-six pounds to about sixty-two. He was just a head. Yeah. And when he died, he was just singing a song that his mom sang him when he was a kid. Mm. Um, but I realized that everything is temporary at that time. Um, Twenty years of my life was mourning the death of my grandmother and dealing with the fact that I thought it was a permanent thing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. And when that happened, they, you know, I was trying to go from relationship to relationship, trying to find myself and trying to find a home, but it didn't feel right, any of it. So um, I've always had God in my life, yeah, but felt mad at God because he took my grandmother away. But as I got older, I realized that doing that, my life went the way it should have. He took my grandparents out of my life at the right time because I had to stand on my own two feet. If I went any further in life with them, I would be pretty much a spoiled brat the rest of my life. So... It was kind of like he did exactly what he did at the time he did, at the anointed time, to make me wake up and actually be who I am today. So, well, just hearing that bit, like it makes me want to hear more of your testimony, which I'm I, I'm excited for. Yeah. Um, but I can relate to the whole like abuse thing, um, my grandparents dying and stuff. So like, it really does put you in like a pause, and it's like you feel stuck. But I'm glad that you were able to see that moment as a lesson of a temporary mindset, which is great. Like, I'm glad that, I mean, I'm glad that you had that mindset from that moment only because, like many people, like, they still are struggling to have that mindset. And I don't want them to feel like it's too late um, to get that mindset. Yeah, it's never too late. It's just how you look and perceive stuff. Yeah. When you look at stuff, just like when people have impulse buying, yeah. like they buy something, half the time you go, say they pass away, you go and look in their closet, there's still stuff that has tags on it. Yeah. They didn't, it, it's temporary. They didn't, they wanted it at that moment, but they really didn't want it. Yeah. And the problem is, is that to fight that urge is very hard because a lot of people are like, oh, I need, I need, I need. Right. And you really don't need. You need to worry about where you're going, what God's doing in your life, where your what your purpose is, why you're here, and do what you need to do to become that. Yeah. And the problem is a lot of people aren't doing that. They're still struggling. 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. Um, they're still, you know, don't, some of them don't even know their purpose. Yeah. which is sad because I, I, I feel for those people. But 
it's because nobody's ever taught them or nobody's ever guided them or nobody's ever come to them. And that's the reason why we started this podcast to help people understand in more simple terms of how God is in their life and how everything's temporary and how to hear God and how to ask for what you want in life. There's yeah. always those things around, but unless you know how to do it or ask for it or listen, it, it's all, it's all, it looks like worldly things. Yeah. Until you actually have a relationship with God, then you can actually seek the Lord. So I definitely learned fast that everything's doable with God. Like nothing's too small and nothing's too big. Um, and I think you were touching on reasons why um, people have a temporary mindset. And I think one big one for me and many people I know um, is the way they were raised, the way they grew up. So you mentioned the whole impulsive buying thing. Um, not only that, but anything that was given, I felt like I couldn't let it go because, and this is why I really, really understand temporary mind. Um, that's, I didn't know what it was at the moment, but now I understand it because looking back at my life, um, everything felt temporary, like I would lose it, which I never understood what that meant until like I talked to you and church and Bible. Um, but now looking back, it's like, wow, like I had a temporary mindset because growing up poor, growing up struggling, I was trying to keep on. I just knew, sorry, let me go back. I knew that it would go away. I knew that those clothes weren't going to last. I knew that that food in the fridge was going to disappear. But I trust God so much with everything now, looking back on the way everything rolled out, that I just... I'm just I'm just grateful. Um, which actually brings me to my question. Um, okay. While we are here on Earth for a temporary time, is it ever too late to make our lives as God intended for us? No, it's never too late. Um, first, you gotta hear God, and you gotta actually have a relationship with Him. So that's the hardest part with trying to. Um, Come to Jesus, come to God, come yeah. to the Holy Spirit. The problem is, is that everybody is not baptized, and the best way to receive the Holy Spirit is to be baptized. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, yes. And if they do that, that's a, that's a confirmation that they're giving their life to Jesus. Yeah. And He is their Savior. Uh, but that's never too late. Um, I know people that were sick on their deathbed and Savior, and um, I'm sure uh, God was very pleased and very happy, but they might have lived their whole life not believing or not, but at that moment where they're trying to search for something at the end of their life, Jesus is always there. Right. Um, He's always there with open arms, waiting for you to see him, be with him, have him. Yeah. Um, so you, you said something along the lines of um, coming to Christ and how you're like new, and which brings me to Second Corinthians five seventeen. Paul writes, um, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, 
The new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. So it just that verse there tells you when you come to Christ, everything that was from that point back doesn't matter because you are now new in Christ. So that's the moment you can go, I'm not going to have a permanent mindset. I'm going to have a temporary mindset. And I think people really need to like realize that because the excuse that many people make is, well, I did this and I went through this. Don't use your past as an excuse to get closer to God or an excuse to have a permanent mindset. Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of people do that. Um, just in the churches I've been in in my life, some were about what people looked like, what they wore, to, wore back when I was growing up. But everybody was almost like a permanent fixture at church. Right. right? But in actuality, the way it is today, everything's temporary. Like people church jump all the time because they're, they're, they don't like something at this church. They don't like something in that church. They live that temporary life, but they want the permanency yeah. of being somewhere. But the problem is, is that when you do that, there's no flexibility in your yeah. in your being. You need to be temporary with everything. Yeah. Just like cleaning out your closet every year. Get rid of stuff you don't need. Yeah. Because guess what? You don't need it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so why why do you keep it? Right. Um I have that struggle. I, I you know, I keep stuff because you know you gain weight, you lose weight. Go, yeah. oh, right, I'm going to wear that someday. No, you're not. Then it's in your closet it's for in your six closet. months. It, it's, <laughs> and it's been in there forever. Right. Um, I can understand if you keep something that you wore when you were younger that remem- reminded you of a time in your life. But stuff that you're not wearing or don't using, somebody else could use. Exactly. Um, but, again, you bought it. <laughs> you had it for a period of time, right. which is temporary, not permanent. So that's the way I look at that stuff. Yeah. And the more you get in that mindset, the more you have a temporary mindset. Because we're not guaranteed anything like we said before. Yeah. Life, job, house, car, family, could be here today, gone tomorrow. But we waste so much time on permanent feelings towards people in our family. Yeah. And it needs to go away. Fix the problem. Mend, mend the hearts, move forward, and start being temporary with everything. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That was that was good. <laughs> um, Thanks. So, I like the analogy of like you were talking about the closet and getting rid of stuff you don't need and helping others. And I think that's a big thing too. Is while we are temporary here, don't waste your time. Get rid of your old clothes. Get rid of your old shoes. Get rid of your old notebooks, electronics, or whatever stuff that's collecting dust. If it has dust on it, you probably don't need it. Um, and that was one of my biggest things. Like I'm a kind of a hoarder for electronics and clothes. And I just recently, not too long ago, <laughs> went through my bin of clothes and was like, I have not worn this in 15 years. Get rid of it. Exactly. And <laughs> so I ended up going through with my best friend because she's the same way. She had a 
ton of clothes. And being a hypocrite, I was like, you need to get rid of these. You don't wear these. You haven't wore these. And so I literally filled bags and bags of stuff and just told her, like, get rid of it. You don't need this anymore. Like, that was then. This is now. And after I did that, I'm like, wow, maybe I should do it with my clothes. And yeah. she actually helped me. So that, that's a plus. Yeah. Um, but I like that picture of what you painted for people that are listening. So, which kind of brings me into my next question is, what are some things we should do as Christians while life on earth is temporary? Everything you should do in life should be for God. Yeah. Um, the main thing that I see that is a need is you need to find out what your purpose is. And I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of Christians have struggle with. Mm -hmm. They don't know what their purpose is. And the reason why is because they were never taught how to look for their purpose. And being doing your purpose is not like work. It's not like yeah. anything. It's what God put you here for to do good works. And if you are here and God still has you here, you still have a purpose. But if you don't know your purpose, you're never going to be fulfilled. Yeah. And that'll stand all the way to, to the last day of your life. If you find your purpose, every day feels like a ray of sunshine right. because you're doing what you're doing for God. You're not doing it for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're doing it for Him. And when you do it for Him, it it doesn't feel like work. Right, and people need to understand that when your purpose is given to you, it will align with what God wants for you. So... Don't listen to your aunt, your uncle, your brother, your sister about how your life should be unless it aligns with God. It aligns with the Bible because a lot of people are told what they should do or how they should be, but then don't connect it to the Bible or what God wants. And then they're on this path of nowhere slash permanent mindset because when you have your purpose, you have that understanding of, this is temporary. And I don't want anybody like to go left when they're supposed to go right. And and just like, say your father wanted you to be a doctor. And everything in your heart and God tells you that you want to be an artist. You, are you going to please your father on earth? Or are you going to please your father in heaven? Which one will make you happy and feel like you're not doing anything? but you can still do what you want for God. Going the route that your parents push you into, you're going to probably be unhappy. You're going to be miserable. You might make a lot of money, but are you doing your purpose for what God put you here on earth for? Yeah. And you'll never be satisfied with doing what people on earth want you to do versus what God wants you to do. Yeah, um, when you were saying that, it made me think about, I thought my purpose was to make videos, post them on YouTube, teach sign language, um, and I made good money. I mean, I got my first car, I had my first apartment, and I thought I was living life. I thought I was on the highest road, um, but something never fit right and sit, sat right with me, and that's 
this is kind of like where I was going with this about moving here is that gave me more access to stupidity, um, drugs, drinking, partying. Um, but the moment that I realized that wasn't what was for me was it was like a switch. Like this, this doesn't line up with the Bible. This doesn't line up with what I should be doing because it doesn't feel right. Like I know something's telling me like, Hey, knock, knock into the door. It's God, you know? Um, it just it just blows my mind that like looking back it's so obvious and it's like I feel stupid that I was like oh ignore that knock I'm sleeping or that's the mailman <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. it's just so weird like looking back and noticing all this now I was like I wish I knew I like noticed it sooner but by God he never let he never quits he never stops he's gonna keep putting stuff in your way to realize it and now looking back it's like wow he did this he did this this i should have noticed it sooner but the closer you get to god definitely the more your eyes are open to that kind of stuff so like you mentioned about um relationship with god there's a another one that is big is sharing the gospel so as followers of christ we have the responsibility to share the good news of salvation with others um spread the message of god's love his grace and his forgiveness and invite people to experience a personal relationship with him because that's one way that we can build a relationship with him is sharing the gospel. Um, In second Timothy four, two Paul instructs Timothy to preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. This verse emphasizes the importance of being ready to share the gospel at all times and using the word of God to encourage and teach others. So I like where it says, be ready at all times, because we never know when. So we need to be ready. We need to be warriors for God. You know, like we need to be prepared. Like we're not promised tomorrow, so share it now. We're not promised 10 minutes from here. Share the gospel now, because that's going to get that relationship with God and understanding of his teachings, what our purpose is, and understanding of temporary. Um, and then goes along with uh, serving others. Like when we serve others and we're spreading the gospel and talking about Jesus and stuff like that, it gets people to open their eyes more. Like if it wasn't for my brothers. And sisters in Christ, or my pastors, or my mentors, my eyes would be closed. I would be blind. Mm-hmm. I would be walking on the street with my eyes closed in the pitch dark, with my hands over my eyes, and I couldn't see nothing. But listening and learning from them through God, my eyes were wide open. Like I see more now because of you guys. For example, you, Rob, serving. Like you've opened my eyes more than. My entire childhood going to church. Thank you. So, I, I I do truly thank you for that because I felt like I had glue on my eyes and I couldn't really open them and I was like rubbing them trying to like get a clearer vision. But you come to me with you're coming with me a scripture and you can find this here or do you need to come and pray with pray with you and whatnot and it's definitely helpful when others in Christ come and help others to like really see and understand different things and that's why i'm happy that we're doing this podcast because 
I never pictured myself being on a podcast. I am a nervous wreck. I shake like a leaf on a tree in a hurricane. Um, but something just feels right doing this because I know people are listening. I know that we might reach one person mm-hmm. or we might reach thousands of people. But as long as I, we reach one person, that's good enough for me because that's what God wanted. That's what God intended for because that one person might, like I said in a previous episode, is they're going to go to people. They're going to, hey, I heard this on it. Uh, podcast and they said the scripture and I looked into it and it matches and aligns and then they're going to start diving into the Bible and that's what I did I was a curious kid I didn't know who Jesus was who's this, who's this guy that gave his son up like he did that for me and I don't even know him um, so it just I love that serving people can just change someone's life dramatically yeah and, and we do a lot with our church you know to actually serve people um I'm at church all the time. I hug everybody that comes in. I know all their names. And I do that for a reason. I do that because I want people to feel loved. Because they might not be loved at home. They might not be loved where, they, where they're at. They might not, their, their spouse, whoever, might not give them love. I always want people to feel loved and feel at home when they come to church. Yeah. And that's, that's what I try to facilitate all the time so people actually feel that warmth and comfort. And feel as though they can come to talk to me anytime they want or say something to yeah. me, and I'll be there to listen. Um, same thing Jesus would do. Right. So I just mimic what he does, and that's why I feel as though the people that come to our church at Solid Ground are happy and feel the way they do because of that. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned about, like, I want to do what Jesus did, um, which makes me remember, like, if Jesus can wash feet, I mean, some people are, I don't want to do that, you know? We can do, we can serve, we can share. Like, that's that's the minimum that yeah, we can he do. He died for us. Exactly. So there's, unless we're going to die for Jesus, exactly, then we're not following what he said. Right. You know? That, you know, there's people that sit in jail, like Paul, yeah. for years, right into the Corinthian church, about what they should do. And he never let God not direct his hand. Yeah. And that's the way people should live. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, we don't. We get wrapped up in all the stuff in this world that is temporary. That's comforting and... um really distracting but one thing i remember hearing in church and i've never heard this in any church i've ever attended is think of how much blood was given for us i mean there's so many people in the bible that gave their life and shed their blood and just by serving i mean what's so what's stopping us from buying someone's coffee and asking, hey, can I share the gospel with you? Can I pray for you? Um, that's why I love our church, because we do do a lot. Um, and I'm glad that Elizabeth found me and invited me to church, because I was a lost little lamb in the forest, you know? I was running in the trees, but she brought me there, and I met you, and we just clicked. Something about you, we just, like, clicked, and our minds are, like, connected, because I'll be sitting there one day, 
and you'll text me randomly. I'm like, mm, Jesus told him to text me. Like, how does he know? And I will not tell anybody, but it's because God uses you in so many ways to get people to come closer to God. And without you always checking on my texting me randomly, I think I'd be that blind kid that I was until God opened my eyes using you, Elizabeth, church, lessons in life. Um, Nikki. Nikki. Yeah, both Nikki's. (laughs) Shout out. Um, I just want people to understand that temporary is okay. Don't look at it as a bad thing because like the verse, um, the earth has vermins and rats and heaven has beauty and in the end, it's beautiful. Now, it doesn't matter. It's it's bad stuff here, good stuff here, okay stuff there, but again, every single thing is temporary. War is temporary. Um, people look at it like it's this never-ending thing, but it's temporary, so don't forget that aspect and keep it in mind that temporary is okay. Yeah, it, and temporary can be scary. Definitely. Um, but also it can be taken out of context. Um, temporary does not mean like you end your relationship right now. Or yeah. You, uh, <laughs> you, you think that it's temporary. Temporary means that it's 100, 120 years or less. Um, we're, we're working on trying to get people ready for eternity, not temporary. Exactly. You know, um, the problem is that a lot of people see it as a permanent situation, like debt or bankruptcy. It's a permanent situation that they're never going to get out of it. They can. They will. It's just they got to focus on where they want to be in life and move forward. You get hung up on stuff, it will be permanent. Yeah. Your, your emotions, right. your feelings, your everything will that be barrier permanent. Gonna be, that, that barrier is going to be real yeah, it's heavy gonna, to It's going to be a wall. Yeah. And you're going to build a wall around yourself, and it, that is permanent. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no change in the wall, right? Like, you, 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 they build it around you, or you build it around you, and then you don't have nothing to get out of it, right? You're gonna punch that wall, and you ain't can, nothing gonna you happen. You hurt yourself all you want, to to the point you kill yourself, right? And the only thing yeah. that's gonna knock that wall down is God, and you're the one to put it up, because mm-hmm. of your permanent mindset, yep. your permanent you thinking. Put, you put you put that wall around you because of your permanent mindset, so you solidified your life. In those walls. Yeah. When it doesn't have to be that way. You can actually be open, receptive, temporary with everything you do. And then you can move forward and do the work of God. Right. So put your bricks down. Put your cement down. Stop building those walls. Um, Reach out in prayer. Reach out to mentors. Look into the Bible. Study the Bible. Um, And that's just... The best advice I can give. All right. So, what we're going to next is we're, we're going we're going to do the reflection moment. Life is temporary. Do not waste another day on weary burdens. Open your eyes, your mind to see we are only here for a short time. Live out your purpose for all to see. And when you leave the earth. God will say, well done, good.
good and faithful servant. Matthew 25-22. Let's pray. Dear God, please help us remember that this earth is temporary and that our true home is with you in heaven. Help us to focus on eternal things and to use our time and resources wisely. Give us the strength and wisdom to make the most of the time we have here on earth and to live our lives in a way that is pleasing to you. We pray that you would guide us and give us peace as we navigate the challenges of this life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And that brings us to, if anybody would like to come on to our show, uh, we are taking um, emails at liftupnations at gmail.com. And you can reach us on any social media from Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. Uh, If you want to reach us at those as well, you can reach us at any of those. Also, um, we are looking for people that want to do live baptisms in Lewis Beach. Um, We are taking people as we speak to actually uh, go have, give their their life to God. you can also reach us at Lift Up Nations or at one of our social media outlets. Uh, and also testimonies. Anybody that wants to do a testimony, we'd love to have you on. Have you uh, do your testimony and love to speak with you and see you on, on our show. Uh, you could also reach us once again at liftupnations at gmail.com or at one of our social media aspects. Yes, and if you have questions we could like feel free to reach out i mean we check it constantly because we want to be able to help you guys get closer to god so feel free to reach out anywhere at any time and you will always get an answer yeah and um anytime somebody might need to talk uh you could actually uh reach us through social media and we will actually love to help um if needed and on that note have a good weekend week month Year, year, year. <laughs> if we don't, if we don't hear from you, uh, and we look forward to you listening to our next episode, which should be very good because we're either going to have a, a testimony or a live baptism. Um, so stay tuned, and God bless. God bless.